0: Welcome to the truth about network marketing. Are you ready? And welcome back to the truth about network marketing. This is Coach Miguel, your host, and you are listening to episode number 29. Today we're gonna to be talking about how to recruit more people in your network marketing business. How the heck can you recruit more people in your network marketing business? Now, there are many different ways that you can do that, but we're gonna focus on one specific way. By the way, before we get started, man, I just wanna tell you, it feels good to be back, baby. It feels real good to be back. I was actually, um, for those of you guys watching live, by the way, if you're in the podcast, you, know, you don't really see a gap in between uh, episodes. Right, But if you're watching live, you know that I'm here Monday through Friday um, at uh, 5 a.m. Pacific time. And since last week on Thursday, I actually took a little bit of a trip, a little bit of a vacation. It's not really vacation. For me, it was actually vacation. I guess you could say that. I guess you could say it was a a little bit of a a vacation. I went to Miami, Florida, and uh, there was a business event. Uh, Man, it was just life-changing. You know, one of the things that I always recommend, by the way, please listen to this. Doesn't matter, and I'm not telling you to give me money, okay, I'm not telling you to give me money, but one thing that I recommend is for you to invest in yourself. Please do, invest in yourself. It's the best thing that you could do. Invest in your knowledge, invest in your mental health, invest in your skills so that you can develop more skills you can learn how to become a better marketer, you know? I have an attraction marketing and automation program that teaches you how to do that. And by the way, even if you're like, ah, oh, coach, you're selling to me. All right, then don't buy anything for me. But damn it, go invest in yourself. Get books, find books that you want to learn. What do you feel, what, what do you feel like you need in your life, you know? Maybe, maybe you don't even know what you need. Maybe you're like, man, I just I just don't know where to go. Then go get yourself a coach. Go get yourself a mentor. Somebody that will give you guidance. If you don't know what to do, then invest in a mentor. But whatever it is that you do, invest. Please invest. There hasn't been one single investment that I have made in my life that has not given me a positive ROI. And And by the way... Even, even if it's a wrong investment, even if that investment, I thought it was BS because uh, I invested in a program that taught me about how to do something that I already knew. In every single investment that I've ever made, I've always learned something new. And I personally recommend that you do the same thing. Please do. Please do. Um, that is the only way to grow. Is the only way to expand. Is to learn from other people that have already made those mistakes or that have already won in life. So you want to learn from other people so that you can shortcut your success. That's the best way to shortcut success. Yes, you can shortcut success. How do you shortcut it? Well, learn from those people that have already done it. Learn from those people that have already made it. So I was in a little trip right now in uh, Miami, Florida. It was a big uh, business event. Um, Actually, I guess you could say big uh, because of the investment, but it was small in the attendance, so there were only 100 people. It was not small in attendance because everybody showed up, but I'm talking about it was a small room of 100 people only from all walks of life. And I'm sitting there with people that have built seven, eight, nine, nine nine-figure businesses. And it was not just motivating and eye-opening empowering um it was just so so great to be there learn the information get motivated at the same time just by being surrounded by all these people and they all have a story so i personally recommend that you invest in yourself as well so a mm, little water break so with it in mind i'm back i'm back baby i was back actually uh, uh the event was only last week on thursday and friday and um I stayed an extra day just for you know taking care of business. The next day I went to uh, back home. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm from San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas. I went back home for Mother's Day. I, I had a little surprise for my mom. So I was there uh, Sunday and Monday as well. I came back Monday night, and um, you know Tuesday and Wednesday I, I took a few days. Uh, to you know, take care of some business, and I'm finally back in the office today. Yes, I'm excited, very excited, and back with another episode uh, of this truth about network marketing. So today, once again, we're going to be talking about how to recruit more people in your network marketing business. So you want to get more people? There's one way to do it. There are many different ways that you can do it. Today, we're going to focus on one, and I promised you that I was going to talk about this in a previous episode. So if you've been following the podcast, you know that one of the things that we've talked about is um, the three steps to winning in business, to winning in network marketing. What are those three steps? Let's go over them, let's review them real quick. It's always great to review. Step number one, block number one, whatever, section number one, whatever you wanna call it, is what we call marketing. Simple idea, right? Yet. No one does it. No one knows how to do it correctly. So I've learned an automated system that finds hot prospects on automation 24-7, 365. So that's what marketing does. In my world, in my, my definition of marketing, I don't know what your definition is, but my definition of marketing is marketing means how do I get as much attention as possible how do I get those people qualified? So number one, you find them. Number two, you qualify them. Number three, you get them to chase you. In this case, for me, is you get them to schedule appointments with you. And all of that is on automation, by the way. So we've talked about that first step, the first block, the first you know, thing, which is marketing. Then we move into step number two. Block number two, section number two, whatever you wanna call it. Section number two is selling. They're in front of you. They scheduled an appointment with you. Now, you just got to close the deal. So you got to tell them what your network marketing opportunity is all about, answer questions, tell them how to get started and see if they want to make a decision. Are you in or are you out? So this is all about selling, uh, recruiting. Some people call it recruiting, uh, selling, persuading, closing the deal. You got to learn how to handle objections, how to follow up, and all those things. And then number three, once they join your business opportunity, the last thing, the very last thing that you gotta do is what I call duplication or scaling. Scaling or duplication, right? So you gotta tell your downline, you gotta show your downline how to do exactly what you just did with them. So they can also get the automation system that finds people, that qualifies people and that gets them to chase you. They also learn how to sell, how to close, how to persuade, how to close a deal. Maybe you wanna give in your script. So once you have a great marketing system that gets you back-to-back appointments on automation, and you learn how to sell, then you can go ahead and duplicate. Marketing, selling, duplication. Marketing, selling, duplication. Marketing, selling, duplication. So now that you remembered those three steps, today I want to talk about the middle one. Yes, I want to talk about the middle finger, the middle child. Today I want to talk about selling. And I promised you before that I was going to go deep into the actual selling portion because this is one. And by the way, by the way, for those people out there, you know, I, I usually see I usually find myself in a room that's divided in two groups. The first group doesn't believe that network marketers are salespeople. They're like, nope, I don't sell. No, 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 no. I never sell. All I do is I motivate. I build leaders. But I don't sell. I share the opportunity, but I never ever sell. So that's the first group. And the other group are people that are like, "Uh, yeah, I already know how to do this. Yeah, I'm good. Just, Just get somebody in front of me. I'll close them. Right? So that's usually what I see. You either don't want to admit or don't even know that you are in sales. And the other group is like, yeah, I already know this. And therefore, 97% of network marketers make an average $200 a month. So my thing is, if you really know how to sell, if you really know how to sell, then shouldn't you be making more than $200 a month? If you really know how to persuade, shouldn't you be making more than $200 a month? So... What I want to do with this little podcast, with today's episode actually, is to show you the right way to sell, okay, and I'm going to try to dive as deep as possible, and this is not a sexy, this is not a sexy podcast, this is not a sexy podcast, man, this is why it's so underrated, you know why this podcast is so so underrated, because I I tell you the things that you need to hear, not the things that you want to hear. See, all the other podcasts out there, they're telling you about motivation. Yeah, motivation. Yes, it's great. They tell you things that you want to hear. You know? They tell you to post on Facebook, to post on Instagram. You know, they tell you things that don't work. And that's exactly why. That's exactly why 97% of network marketers make, on average, $200 a month. So that's why we created this podcast, because we're tired of seeing people lose in the marketplace. It's time to change that. How do we change that? By first admitting the truth. And the truth is that most people fail. Once you, have a, once you know there is a problem, then we can go find a solution. How am I going to give you a solution to a problem that you don't even know you have? So first, I got to tell you, dude, you have a problem. You got problems. Let me tell you what the problem is. And then let's go ahead and find the solution. So the problem is that most people don't know how to sell. That's why we're bringing this episode, episode number 29, how to recruit more people in your network marketing business. Most people don't know how to sell. They don't know what to say. They just talk and talk and talk about the business opportunity. Here's the company. Here's the competition plan. Here are the products. we are going to be billionaires? All you got to do is make a list of everyone that you know. And all you need to do is get two people. The no two people, the no two people, and the no two people. Next thing you know, we'll be millionaires. Yeah, six months later, you're still making two hundred dollars a month on average. So I want to dive deep into how to recruit more people in your network marketing business with your presentation. This is all about the selling. This is all about the presentation. So we're gonna dive deep into those uh, into the presentation, and there's actually five steps, and I w- I- and I'm gonna ask you to write that down five steps I'm gonna ask you to write them down because everybody once again is always talking and talking and talking I want you to stop talking and I want you to listen and I want you to just if you just start implementing some of the stuff that I tell you you're gonna see a higher closing ratio what's a closing ratio closing ratio is really simple out of all the people that you sit down with and they're ready to listen to your presentation how many people actually how many people actually join your your team? So let's say that you uh, today you have ten meetings with ten people, and you meet with ten different people at ten different Starbucks. Out of all those ten meetings, one decided to join. So if one out of ten people decided to join you, what's your closing ratio? Your closing ratio would be ten percent. If three out of ten Decide to join you, then your closing ratio would be thirty percent. Right, five out of ten, fifty percent. Eight out of ten, eighty percent. Zero out of ten, zero percent. So you got to learn what that closing ratio is. You know, one one of the things, uh, one of the episodes that we talked about is you got to learn how to track your numbers. So you got to see how many people do you reach out. Th- these are the three things that I personally recommend. That that you write down so that you you need to know your numbers. You need to be aware of what you need to do in order to get to your goals. Number one is how many do you reach? How many people do you reach out? Out of all those people that you reach out, how many people accepted a meeting, a one-on-one meeting? And of those people that accepted a one-on-one meeting, how many people do you close? So you could have talked to a hundred people. Out of those hundred people, ten people decided to sit down with you to have a meeting with you. And out of those 10 people, one person decided to join. So now you know that you need to talk to 100 people so that you can get one person in your business. So therefore, now you gotta go to another 100 people. Right? Now, I don't like to do that. I don't, I mean, I like to keep track of numbers, yes, but I don't like to use the strategy, the strategy of go message everyone, go talk to everyone, go chase everyone. I don't like that. That's why I use attraction marketing on automation. And I know out of uh, all these people that schedule appointments with me on automation, I know how many people are going to show up. And then I know how many people are going to close. Right? But you need to learn how to keep track of those numbers. And it's not sexy. I know that it's not sexy. It's not sexy. Come on. Like a lot of the things that I show you and I teach you here in this podcast are not sexy. They're not it's not the motivational every day yes you can you can do this yes i believe in you you know like you go to those events and then you just feel pumped and motivated and everybody's jumping up and down yes i feel good i feel good but damn it do you learn anything like do you actually have a real strategy on how to get people to come to you how to get them to close join you and how to duplicate so I'm not going to tell you to jump up and down. I'm not going to tell you to, uh, 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 you know, get motivated and pumped and all that. No, we're going to go to the nasty things. We're going to go to the things that the place that not many people want to go to. But I can promise you one thing. If you learn, if you master this place, you're going to get to the top. That I can promise you. So that's why it's important to track your numbers. Come on, who wants to track their numbers? Nobody. Is it sexy? It's not sexy. It's not sexy. You know what would be sexy right now if I take my shirt off? Actually, no, that wouldn't be sexy. Not right now, not right now. I've I lost my six-pack already. I'm going to get back to work. You know what would be so sexy if I make you laugh right now or if I make you cry with my story? Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. But I don't want to make you cry. I don't want to make you laugh. I want to give you the strategies so that you can get to your goals. So, we already know that we got to track everything. So, let's go to this uh, five step process. I want you to, I really want you to get a pen, pen and paper. And I really want you to write these five things down. It is something that I teach every single one of my students. And we've seen massive increase in closing ratios. Once again, what is a closing ratio? Out of all these people that I sit down with, how many people end up joining my team? Out of all the people that I talk to, how many people end up saying, yes, I want to join your team? I promise you that if you do these five things, your closing ratio is going to go up to the top. That is a promise so what I want you to do is get a pen and paper real quick while I drink some water Mm. and I hydrate and let's get ready for these five things and I'm going to dive a little deep into these five things as well right so let's go ahead and get started all right so what is the first thing that you have to do the very first thing that you want to do it's actually really simple and this is something that most people do, okay? So it's simple. Most people do. Every now and then, some people will skip it. But it's simple. It's called the greeting. Greeting, right? Hi, my name is this. Hey, nice to see you. How are the kids? How's family? Blah, blah, blah. Little chit-chat. blah, 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 blah. Okay? That's the part that everybody knows, and you're probably thinking, oh, my God, are you going to teach me something new? Yes, the next four things are going to be something new. And I can promise that. All right, so first is the greeting. Hi, my name is this. Blah, blah, blah. How are you? Or maybe they already know you. You know, you already know what to say. How are the kids? How's the family? Awesome. Great. Blah, blah, blah. Awesome. The next part. This is the stuff that nobody does. And if they do... I'm sorry. That nobody knows. And if they do, nobody does it. And I can promise you it's going to make a big difference. The second thing is what I call the purpose. The purpose. Hey... The purpose of this meeting is to show you how to do this, 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 and this. It's as simple as that. Because you need what your audience needs, it's a lot of clarity. You wanna tell them what they're there for so they know they're not wasting their time. So, hi, chit chat. Hello, hi. Awesome. How are the kids? Great, good to know. Good to know. Awesome stuff. Man, that's really great to know. I'm, I'm glad the family's great. Hey, listen, the reason I got you here today, the reason I wanted to talk to you today um, is because I wanted to show you a business opportunity that will help you achieve massive success and will help you also quit that job that you hate so much. That's it. It's called the purpose. That's step number two. You want to tell them what they're there for. You don't want to give them the details yet. You just want to tell them, hey, you're here because of this. Because today in this little meeting, I'm going to show you this, 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 and this. You want to be upfront. You want to be honest. Have a lot of clarity. Then we go into step number three. And step number three is the most important part of everything. It's the most important part of all. It is so key and yet so many people, by the way, I've never heard anyone do this. I haven't met one single person that does this, that does it correctly. And number three is what I call fact-finding, the questions. Listen, most people, what they do is that they just go straight to the pitch, right? Awesome. So I'm gonna show you this business opportunity, man. Look at this company. The name of the company is called blah blah blah, and these are the products. Hey, look, look at these products right here, man. They're backed by science, and Warren Buffett and Elon Musk and uh, and 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 the president of the United States get together and they buck it up. And you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a million trillion. It's a trillion dollar industry. And if you can just get one little percent of it, you know, if you can just get your tiny little one percent, you're gonna be a multimillionaire. And all you have to do is get two people that would get two people. Look, it's really simple. You just got to make a list, right? And you just start talking and talking and talking. It's important that you ask questions. It's very important that you ask questions so that you know who you're talking to. And there are three things that you want to find out. Three things that you want to find out. Number one, and these are the three main questions. By the way, I ask a lot of questions. It's like, I have like a list of like 10 questions that I ask, right? But the, the reason of the questions for that little section of the questions is so that you learn who your audience is. See, most people talk and talk and talk without knowing who to talk to. Let me give you a quick example, okay? So this happened like about maybe two, three years ago. And I went to a fitness, I, I went to the gym. And uh, I was looking for a new uh, boxing club because I, I, was, um, I was changing uh, schedules and uh, the, the boxing gym that I was going to didn't have a, a new time. So I, I remember going to this uh, fitness club, to this, um, uh, to this gym, right? And they kind of had like a boxing class. It wasn't really boxing, but it was like fitness boxing, blah, blah, blah so i wanted to give it a try they give me like a one day free pass and then at the end of the session you know they make me sit down and then you know i sit down with the salesperson who's gonna sign me up right so i sit down with this kid in in, in front of me there's this kid right and i'm like hmm, I'm, i wonder how this is gonna go i wonder if he knows what he's doing right and then he literally started talking and talking and talking he was telling me about all the classes that they have now i want you to think about this right i didn't give a damn i did not care about all the damn classes. There was one class that I wanted, boxing, and yet he spent all this time in, oh, and we have um, and we have massages, and we have a pool, and we have this other class, and we have all the classes in the world. Just, I don't care. If you would've asked me, what am I there for? You would've known. Then he started talking about, oh, and the money, right? I didn't even ask him about the money. He's like, oh, and the money, look, it's this much, is this much? I guess he I guess he's he, he saw that I don't know because I'm short and dark. <laughs> maybe he, he maybe maybe he thought that I couldn't pay and he was like, Oh, and, and and we have many ways that you can pay for this and 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 this is this and this is this. He was talking to me as if like I didn't know I I, I couldn't pay, I couldn't afford it, right? He thought that I was gonna think that it was too expensive. And he kept talking about the money. If he would have known that I'm like, dude, I don't care how much I pay. I don't care how much I pay, I have the money. Money is not the problem right now. I just care about boxing class and if it's available at the time that I I want it. And yet he kept talking and talking and talking. Do you see what I'm saying? People, everybody has a different want and a different need. And yet we talk to everybody the same. You know, and I learned this. I remember I learned about this when I was a, a coach. You know, somebody asked me uh, uh, last week, and they're like, "Coach, oh, are you a business coach?" It's like, no, I'm a soccer coach. At least I used to be a soccer coach. So, quick little story: When I started in business, I had a nonprofit, a nonprofit organization. It was a little kids' soccer club, and all my kids called me coach, coach Miguel, coach Miguel, coach Miguel, because you know you're a soccer coach, so everybody calls you coach. So the parents started calling me coach as well, right? Everybody called me coach Miguel, coach Miguel, coach Miguel. So then I decided to start my first business, and one of my first clients from my first business were the parents from the, the kids that I was coaching. So everybody started calling me Coach Miguel already. So the, the, the name got stuck, and everybody called me Coach Miguel. I was like, all right, I guess I'll be Coach Miguel, right? So, um, and when I was in coaching, I remember one thing, and, and uh, I, I, I like this changed my life completely, and I learned something new. I learned that not everybody learns the same way. Because the way that I learn, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a, I don't am ai want to call myself a tough guy or whatever. But the way that I learn, me, Coach Miguel, you know how I learn? And I want to learn, I want to know how you learn. I learn when somebody is, like, in my face, spitting saliva in my face. Like, when someone is, like, screaming in my face and telling me, wake the fuck up. That is when I operate. That's when I'm motivated. Like if you have somebody telling me, oh, good good, good job, Miguel, you did great, great job. Like to me, that doesn't work. Now, I'm not making fun of anyone. I'm not saying that my way is better than yours. All I'm saying is that everybody learns differently. So I had to learn when I was coaching soccer, when I was coaching little kids, that everybody learned differently. There were some kids that I was like on their face like, it's like, you better score some damn goals. Otherwise, I'm going to sit your ass down and blah. And I'm talking to like 13-year-old kids, by the way. <laughs> right? 13-year-old kids. But that's what some kids needed to hear. So they'd be like, oh, wow. Now, other kids, I learned that I couldn't talk to them that way. Like, if I talked to them that way, they would go, they would go to the bench and cry. So I had to learn how to talk to some kids differently. Like, some kids, I had to like, hey, man, ha- dude, how's everything going, man? Is everything okay? Dude, what can I do to help you, man? You got this, Dude. You got this, little Jimmy. Man, I believe in you, man. You got this. You've been a great kid. You've been a great player so far. Look what you've done. Like, I had to be really soft, and I had to, like, encourage them. I had to give them a little pat in the back. And that's fine. There is no right or wrong. It's simply everybody learns differently. And everybody wants something different as well. So going back to the questions, this is the third part, is the questions. First is the greeting. uh, greeting. Uh, the greeting. Then is the purpose. The purpose of this meeting is this. Then you're going to the fact finding. Why do you want to fact find it? Why do you want to ask questions? Because the person that is sitting in front of you, that person has a dream and has a pain. I want you to write that down under fact finding or questions, right? I want you to write everybody has a dream and everybody else has a pain. What is my sister, man? I love my sister, right? It's only my sister and I, she's she's 34 years old, I'm 32. She's two years older than me. And you know what's different about my sister and I? There's so many things that are different. And by the way, not just my sister, my wife is different from me, right? But if you talk to my sister, and you're like hey listen man uh listen uh gabby you're like hey gabby look i got this great business opportunity and with this business opportunity man you're you'll be able to like quit your job in the next five years or whatever and i'm gonna help you get there and we're gonna travel the world together you know what she's gonna say she's gonna be like i'm in dude i want to travel the world like that's what i want now if you come to me though And if you tell me, hey, Coach Miguel, man, how's it going, dude? Hey, listen, man, I got this great business opportunity here in the next five years. I'm going to do everything possible so that you can quit your job, right, and make enough money so that you can go travel the world. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you no thanks. Bye. Because I don't want to travel the world. Now, it's not that I don't want to travel the world. I want to travel the world. Yes, I want to go to new places. But that's not really my goal. I don't work so that I go travel the world. I want to start one business. And then don't want to start another one. They don't want to start another one. They don't want to do something else. They don't want to do something else. I need to be active. I just can't go travel. Like, I've tried to do that, and I can't. Like, I get like, oh, my God, I need to get to work. I need to get back to work. Right? So you need to know what each person that you talk to, what dream they have. Everybody has a different dream. Some people want to travel the world. Other people want to start more businesses. Other people want to be uh, financially free, whatever that means to them. Other people want the time for their kids. Other people want the time for their grandkids. Other people hate their job. Other people are like, no, I love my job. I just want another another uh, stream of income, right? So you need to figure out exactly who you're talking to. Number one, here's the, here's one thing that you wanna find out. What the hell do you want out of life, in life? Like, what's your dream? What's the dream? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? What, we, what would be a per, the perfect life for you? That's the first thing that you want to find out. Like, what's the biggest goal? And here's the second thing that you want to find out. What's the biggest obstacle? Like, why have you not gotten there yet? So what you're doing with these questions is you want to find out what the dream is and then what the problem is. Everybody's got a problem. And what you are going to do is that you're going to introduce your business opportunity as the solution to the problem so that they can get to their dream. Do you see what I'm talking about? Man, this is good stuff. You want to introduce your business opportunity as a solution to their specific problem so they can get to their goal. Everybody's got a different goal and everybody's got a different problem. You need to find out what the hell that problem and what the hell that dream is. Now that you know that information, and by the way, here's an extra, here's an extra little thing. This is going to be so great. It's going to be so good, right? So check this out. Here's the next question that, you're, that you want to ask. And this is like the little bonus. This is question number three. And then you want to tell them, hey, listen, and why are you sitting down here with me today? Like, what are you trying to get out of this conversation with me today? What do you think they're going to say? They're going to be like, oh, well, I want to get to my dream, but I have this problem. So hopefully you can fix that. But you want them to say it to you. Man, that's so good, isn't it? Right? So you want to tell them, hey, what's your dream? Hey, what's, the pro- what's your problem? By the way, what are you doing here with me today? It's like, oh, well, you know, I want to get to my dream and I have this problem. So hopefully you can solve it. Boom. Now, of course, you want to ask a lot more questions. We're going to take another day uh, to, to, um, to go over those questions. But just know that you need facts finding. You need to know, you need to ask a lot of questions. Then after that, you go into your actual presentation. But now, you do your presentation based on the things that you've learned from them. See, they have this goal and this pain. So every time that you're doing your presentation, which is part number four, you always talk about this is going to help you get to your dream, and it's going to fix a little problem. Right Now, you have to change your, your, your presentation for for who they are. Their wants, their needs, their problems, their obstacles, their pains. And then at the end, the last thing is the closing. You want to ask the closing question. And it's simple. It's really simple. Have you seen enough to make a decision? There are actually two questions that I ask. Here are the two questions that I ask, actually. Here's the first question. I want you to write it down. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being, ah, this is not really for me, and 10 being, man, I'm ready to go. I want to join right now. Where are you in that spectrum? They're going to be like, oh, man, I'm a, you know, if you're really good, they'll be like, I'm a 10. But for the most part, almost nobody says 10 unless you're really good. I get some 10s every now and then because I'm kind of good, right? But I'm not the best yet. I'm working on it. But what you want to do is you want to ask on a scale of one to ten, one being ah, this is not for me, but thank you so much for your time. Ten being I'm ready to join right now this very second. Where are you in that spectrum? They're gonna be like seven, and then here's what you you say. You ask, what would make it a ten? They tell you, oh, it's an it's an eight. Excellent. Thank you for that. What would make it a ten? Oh man, it's it's a two. Man, thank you for sharing that with me. What would make it a ten? What would make it a 10? What would make it a 10? What would make it a 10? What you want them to do is you want them to tell you what are the reasons why they don't want to move forward. Boom. And then at the end, once you handle all those things, then the last and final question would be, hey, have you seen enough to make a decision? Oof, my goodness, man. I'm going to expand more on this. There's going to be another podcast where we're going to expand a lot more on each one of these sections. But just remember, greeting, greeting purpose, purpose, qualifying questions or fact finding, fact finding, then the presentation, presentation, this is the selling part, this is where you talk about your products, company, compensation plan, blah, 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 but you always talk about it with the feedback that you had in mind already from the fact finding, what they want, what their goal is, and what the biggest problem they have is, and then at the end, you close with the closing questions. Man, is this good or what? Oh my god, I love this. I love this. I love teaching this because when you do it, when you use it in your business, you're going to see a, ma- a big huge difference. Huge difference. We've already seen it in a lot of our, uh, a lot of our students, and I hope that you can utilize it as well uh so that you can increase your closing ratio. So with that, I want to say thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. This is the truth about network marketing. Episode number 29, and I promise you one thing. I promise you that we're gonna come back and we're gonna expand on these questions. We're gonna expand on this here pretty soon. All right, so thank you so much for your time. This is Coach Miguel. I'll see you next time. And most importantly, I'll see you at the top. Peace out. Thanks for joining us today on The Truth About Network Marketing. Make sure to visit our website, attractionmarketingonautomation.com where you can get more information on how to build a massive duplicatable downline on automation. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow for our next episode. See you at the top.